Lord God, with all our hearts, we worship you this morning. We lift you above all. Help us to, Father, live into this posture, not only when we worship you here on Sunday mornings, but every moment of our lives, that we would give you your place and find ours sheltered beneath you. In the name of the one who came to give it all to us, Lord, we give all to you today. In Jesus' name, we worship you. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, our president, along with the, uh, the governor of Texas, has proclaimed this day a day of prayer for those who are suffering in the pathway of Hurricane Harvey. How many of you here today know of someone who's been affected by that? All around the room, folks know of some folks. My, my sister lives there in Houston. She was graciously spared the flooding of her house, came right up to the door and then receded. Um, but there are so many thousands uh, that are displaced and just a, a horrible state right now. Uh, and I, I want us to start just by praying for them. Can we do that together? Join that blanket effort across our country. Lord God, you've heard our prayers all this week for those that are in that trouble. And we pray, Lord, that you would be a presence for them to give them hope, to give them assurance that they are not off the radar of your eye, that you see them, that you are already responding and providing for them. And Father, we pray that you would move our hearts, that you would give us ideas ourselves, that we might be a part of your rescue and restore effort for those thousands that you love there that have been affected, for all those that are affected, Father, we lift them up this day and ask your intervening care in Jesus' holy name. Amen. It's really an opportunity for us as a church to show the love of Christ to those who are in need. And this week we've shared with you an email that you can do that directly now through UMCOR. Uh, they're on site. They're already working with folks. We have tentative plans later on this fall to go down kind of after the first wave of help has, has passed and help those that have been left behind that don't have any flood insurance, that are needing hands and volunteers to help resheet rock their houses and things of that sort. You may want to be a part of that effort. You may want to start giving to that effort now through our church that we might have supplies that we take to them. We think by the time we get down there, there will be no supplies. So we'll buy them up here at a lower price and take them down there and hopefully um, answer some prayers that way. God calls his people to meet needs. But this morning as we come to this table, I, I wonder if I could tweak a uh, a metaphor for you that God not only wants to meet needs and he cares about those in need, he cares about all of his kids. Amen. David, the psalmist said that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He says there it's a, it's a, a, a table setting and his shepherd is there and he says, my cup overflows. Now I, I've always taken that to mean that if I've got a need, my God's got more than enough. My God's a need meeting God. But in the culture of the day, it meant other things. If you were a guest at someone's house and had been invited over to dinner, one of the ways that they would sometimes give you the hint that your presence was now growing long and you might want to head home for the evening was to let your goblet go dry. You know, it, it was kind of a gentle way of saying, it's time to go home now, right? Right? <laughs> 
some home team leaders just took some notes right there. Uh, you know, just a gentle reminder. But the opposite was also true. The opposite was also, if you were a guest at someone's house and you had joined the meal and they kept coming back and pouring more and pouring more and keeping that glass full, then that was saying, please more, please more, hang out a little bit longer. We enjoy your company so much. You're, you're precious to us. We, we, we want you to stay. Here's another full cup. And if they really wanted to express their hospitality and their hope to spend that much more time with you and enjoy you, they would not just fill it to the brim. They would fill it to overflowing. It would flow out on the table. God invites you to his table today. Do you realize how wet that table is? How much he longs just to spend time with his precious one. And he considers you that one. As you come to this table this morning, I ask you to just focus on communing with his presence. As his guest, would you come to this table and know that your cup overflows? Lord Jesus, we thank you that that's not just a metaphor or just a thought. That's a truth that your love poured out on a cross demonstrates for all of us here this morning. We thank you that on the night you gave yourself up for us, you took bread. You broke the bread and you gave it to your disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, God took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out, overflowing for you. Lord God, we pray that you pour out your spirit on these gifts of juice and bread. And as we partake of them, pour your spirit afresh in us, that we might find that life that's worth living that that life that's worth living might overflow through us. Commune with us, Lord God. We thank you for inviting us to your table. What a privilege it is to be this day your guest. Come, Holy Spirit. Minister to ours, even as we pray, as your Son taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.